your brain is like, just likes to do things the easiest way. And so if you, every time someone says something to you about something, you've like created that group, you get there faster and faster every time. It's why sure. like, when like I can totally tell that in some groups, like when something doesn't go the way I want, like the groove of being upset and frustrated and feeling like, why is this happening to me can be really fast. Yeah. It's like a speed, I'm like a speed train and to stop that speed train and have a different pathway. It's like trying to create, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like trying to walk and create a new path. And so she actually just helps you do it. And it sounds like it's faster with her route than like trying to manually groove your own path. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the delightful convo I had with Katie Miller-Kerner in our last episode. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, then you know that I actually, you don't know that I screw her name up. So that's really fun. Surprise. I said it wrong. The first one, but if you want to go back and listen to that one, hear how I say her name incorrectly, hear how she says it correctly, and then come back to this one where we're going to say it correctly. Katie Miller-Kerner is here. We're doing the recap with her, with uh, her episode today. Do the listening in whichever order you find freeing. That's what we're here about. So here's what I'm excited about right now, babe. Tell this me. week. Y'all, it's like, you know, it's that end of summer vibes. We're going into that, like, you know, back to school. I don't even know. Kids go back to school at the oddest times. I went back to school in July. So welcome to year round. But I just love this season of change. And I, if you're my Aussies, I hear you. I know it's springtime, whatever. Um, anyways, um, I just... Wherever you live, there's a transition that's about to happen. We're about to go to that last third of the year, and it is really, really fun. Um, we're getting ready for our uh, 100th Me Challenge. And yeah, we got that coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up really quick. Um, and so what this challenge is all about, why I love it so much, is if you are struggling to make consistency a thing with anything, then I want you to join me because we actually focus on being consistent around our Pilates practice. And if you're like, girl, I don't do Pilates whatever, come do it anyways, and use it as a way to learn how to be consistent. So that's what I'm excited about because in the summer means it's almost fall, which means it's almost time to hang out with a bunch of you for a month and work on consistency. I don't know about, what are you excited about right now? Babe? Well, I was going to say, if you're interested in more about that, uh, we got a wait list going on. Just go to 100withme.com. Oh, check us out. Oh. 100withme.com. It's called that because I believe you must give hundred percent to yourself first. So you can do more for others. And so we're going to do a hundred with me, right? Like we're doing it together. We're just giving hundred percent to ourselves together. Anyways, <laughs> it's also why this podcast exists. It's like literally like how many different ways can I get you to fill your cup first? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I love it. All right. Speaking so of filling our cup first. 
Right. Speaking the of- question this week was, why do we have three dogs? And did we think that was a good idea? <laughs> Which has nothing to do with filling our cup first. But <laughs> we filled our <laughs> cups in other ways. Um, this is okay. So I take full responsibility for us overwhelming ourselves with three dogs. I do think I championed that cause of getting a third dog. Um, That's interesting. I think you also championed the cause of the second dog. I totally championed the cause of the second dog. And um, I think that was a great idea. Actually. And, and here's what's genius. insane. We currently have four. I know, y'all. There's four dogs in this house. <laughs> um, and um, and the fourth dog is twice the size of any one of our dogs. So it's yes. like having five. Um, but it's a, he's, a, he's a temporary guest. Uh, it's her brother's dog and the, he's moving. So we've got him. Uh, to make life easier for him for a little bit, uh, maybe only for another week, I think. But oh, it's- babe, babe, you're in denial. I think he's <laughs> forgotten. My brother works graveyards, and uh-huh. so he will be doing four tens, which means that we will have his dog four tens of every week. But our dogs, it's like it's I mean, they're besties. They're they could be. It's such an awesome. I mean. Uh, if- they're in love with pack. each other. They are a little pack. They're so fun. But so let's go back to the three dogs because we definitely were. But here, here's a side note. Four is easier. Four so is actually easier. It's weird. There is. Though when you hear about people have like multiple kids, like how do they do that? Because at some point they just start taking care of themselves. So I totally understand that now. They entertain themselves. They really do. So yeah. the reason, so I championed the second dog because I actually thought, which is by own, because Gaia was like, just such a sad face every time I walked in the house and she would not move from the bed. She would, I would come, I le- came and came and went in our apartment all the time and she would just be in the same spot in the bed for 10 hours. And I'm like, that is not healthy. She needs a buddy. She's a buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I made us get a dog and she didn't care about it. And in yeah. fact, it didn't change her MO, but I mean, we did get a puppy and she was sick. So she was like, oh my God, this little dog. Arr. Yeah. So, and then, um, when we moved to Vegas, I forgot that she was, um, only a few years older than Bayonne because um, we decided that she was 12 and dying. And we were like, well, Bayonne's going to need a buddy. So I, <laughs> so I wanted, I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so depressing when she dies. We should get a third dog so that Bayonne isn't lonely. And, um, and, and then I looked up her birthday after we adopted the third dog. <laughs> And, uh, and she's only 10. She's only 10. So she's, and she's, the, she's going to be here for a long time. And the vet said the other day, she's got a lot of life in her. And I was like, how much? <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> so in all, with all, like, look, we love them all. They're amazing. Yeah. And they're challenging in their own ways. But um, did I think it was a good idea in, in like my mind of what it is and now that it's actually been a year since we've had August, August is our third. He's our baby and he knows it. Um, you know, they, they have their own rhythm and they make me laugh and they also make me frustrated. And so do <laughs> it's a you, good lear- learning experience. We, we don't need kids. We have them. They have four legs and <laughs> we got 12 legs to deal with. Yeah. So anyways, um, if you're thinking about getting a third dog, you know what? I am not here to tell you otherwise, like you have to make the decision for yourself. Um, We happen to live and work from home. So it actually works really well for us. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30 minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash be it pod. 
Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. Okay. What's next? Okay. Now let's talk about Katie Miller-Kerner. Woo-woo, Katie Miller-Kerner. All right, Katie Miller-Kerner is a former competitive bodybuilder and bikini model turned self-love life coach and clinical hypnotist. I mean. That's no joke. Like, so she went back and like, Got did a whole bunch of certifications uh, to 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 like literally, you know, change uh, her career path. Um, she works with people to level up their self talk, their vision for themselves, and she digs into the energy behind their entrepreneurial uh, drive. She is an intentional manifester and is a bubble of positive energy. You know, I love that we got to manifestors in a row. I feel like that is super awesome for those of you who are like all in on the manifestation. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then those are like, what's this? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. And then you got hit again and you're like, okay, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here, I, I think that definitely was me. <laughs> yeah. Brett. So yeah. Well, especially because so many of these interviews, we, um, I was being it till we see it in a big way. Like I was like, I was interviewing like crazy before this podcast was ever even made. And then Brad put the interview episodes in an order and gave people a date. So that was him. Totally him. It's true. Um, Did it to myself. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I loved about um, our interview. There's a lot. She's such a lovely human being. Um, I'm so, it was one of those random, I would never have met her had I not been in this room that I was in. So going back to last week's like, go be in the rooms, like go to the thing and things will come to you because I really was looking for more friendships and more people who understood what I was doing in my life. And I went to the room and I got those friends and she's one of them. And she talked about changing your neural pathways. And, um, that can sound really scientific and like, really like, woo, what does that mean? Like, how do I do that? You don't need surgery for it. This is actually, no, I think this is probably the most logical thing that she said (laughs) (laughs) to be quite honest. Yeah. But like, you know, well, this is like science based. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't know if manifestation is science based. I'm sure there's a theory behind it, but this is like how your brain works. If there's science behind manifestation, send it to us. We'd love to read it. But this is science based and it is something you can do. And it's and it's, you know, so simple, like the way she does it. So I really enjoyed it because I feel like any one of us could do it or at least hire her to help us do it. So, well, she talked about how, uh, uh, so this, this is where she was talking about, uh, hypnosis. Yeah. Right. I have not, you, you, you have, we have a friend who's also hypnotist. Yeah. And And I've never done it. I've, I've also never done it. Uh, but what she was describing is basically that it is not this like, you know, TV, you know, like, you know, magic based, like, make someone do weird things kind of a thing. That's not what, that's not what is happening with what she's doing. Uh, the, she's essentially putting you in a in a mental state through hypnosis where it is easier for you to change neural pathways, which 
we all know about habits and, you know, just repetition and life. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, all that kind of an idea, that mentality. It becomes a groove in your brain, literal groove in your brain. This is my response. This is how I respond. This is what I do. Uh, when this happens, bam, this is what I do, right? And that is a neural pathway. And so she talks about how by using hypnosis, she can help adjust or change or derail those neural pathways to help you make positive changes in your life. Yeah. Well, and we, um, you know, and we've had guest speakers on our, in our other programs before. And, um, there's your brain is like, just likes to do things the easiest way. And so if you, every time someone says something to you about something, you've like created that group, you get there faster and faster every time. It's why like, when like f- I can totally tell that in some grooves, like when something doesn't go the way I want, like the groove of being upset and frustrated and feeling like, why is this happening to me can be really fast. Yeah. It's like a speed, I'm like a speed train and to stop that speed train and have a different pathway. is like trying to create, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like trying to walk and create a new path. And so she actually just helps you do it. And it sounds like it's faster with her route than like trying to manually groove your own path. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've I've never done hypnosis, so I don't know. But but it that was I thought that was really curious. So, Maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll have to just do it on a pod. I mean, that would be interesting. I don't even know how we. Okay, uh, don't hold us to that. But I'll look into it. <laughs> okay. All right. What did you like? All right. So she uh, was talking about kind of uh, making that change, that transition in her career from being on this trajectory that was, you know easy for her in the sense of it was innate, right? She, she had natural abilities when it came to bodybuilding and being, uh, consistent and doing the modeling thing. Like she's, you know, like she said, sports always came easy to her, all that kind of stuff. And then she decided I, I need to move on. I need to change from this. And she talked about that transition. Um, and, and, and what she said was learning, uh, learning from the journey uh, was was part of who she is today, right? And I know you two are going back and forth, and you told the story about the kid who pulled the string and moved ahead, you know, in life, whatever. But he, uh, she was talking about, you know, she kind of had to take a step out uh, so that she could start start again. And that momentum that you have when you're like, you know heavy competitor. Uh, and then you're like putting the brakes on starting over. Like you miss that, you miss that endorphins, you miss that, that competition, that spirit, that drive. Right. Um, and so I, I feel like that was probably challenging for her. And then, uh, but, uh, she said that the life transition itself, it was so key in developing who she is today. So to embrace that change, to learn from the journey, right. Enjoy the journey. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I thought that was uh, I, I liked I liked what she was talking about there because I think that it's applicable um, to so many of us, especially with COVID <laughs> happening recently, hijacking, derailing, you know, in Currently. some cases threatening uh, the life that you know. Well, and you know, there's there is a study that talks about like seventy percent of Americans. So I don't know for the country you're living in, like. You might, hopefully someone's in the study, but 70% of Americans are going to change their career, like literally change it, not switch jobs, change their career 
within two years. And that was from four months ago. So we're like mm. almost a year and a half in. Like that means all these Everything's are, shifting. Everything's and we shifted. Like we shifted a lot. And I think we it's, totally did. You know, I think it's um I think it's really hard to do that. And I why well, the reason I wanted to have her as a guest as, as well as like she went from a bodybuilding competition person and coach of that to being a hypnotist of like how do I help these people make their life work happen? And I wanted to have her on because like, I know that you might be sitting there going, how do I go from being an accountant to being like a retreat house? Or how do I right. go from being a, a, a stay-at-home mom to like running my own business? Like I wanted you to see someone who like literally did something like that's not like, those two. You don't go, okay, first I do competitions. Then I help you with competitions. Then I hypnotize people into believing <laughs> that they can do things. Like That's you the don't, next natural step. Not just, so much. It's not so much. And I think it's just really important that we know that life is not linear. Yeah. And like, I don't know who told us all that, but like, we really have to like, we have to get off that gravy train. That's what I have to say. I'm gluten free. So I'm already off of it. Oh, anyway. it's a bummer. I love gravy. <laughs> all right. So finally, <laughs> let's talk about the be it action items. Uh, what yeah. bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items uh, could we take away from your combo? Uh, with Katie Miller-Kerner. And we're going to do it a little different today um, because I think this is more one kind of big conversation instead of a bunch of little takeaways. Um, so I'm going to let you jump in. Okay. So first you're going to write down a short-term and a long-term goal that you have. So yeah, something you want now and something you want later. And, and then what she said, which I thought was was interesting because this comes back to like manifestation and also uh, hypnosis, um, is asking, like looking at the two things that you just wrote down, one short-term and one long-term goal, uh, asking yourself, do I believe that I can have these things? Do I believe that I can have these things? You know, and we did we, this recently. Yeah, we, we did this recently and we talked about how it's a little scary to, to, to dream really big. We dreamed really big and I was like, yes. And my body like lit up everywhere. And like, I was like, <laughs> all right, that's happening. And you know, let's go. And you were like, oh, that's actually really scary. Yeah. For me, it was fear associated with that, which so, is crazy. So do it. You, um, do I believe I can have this? And then does your body tense up anywhere? Right. So the next question she asked was looking at those two goals, does your body tense up anywhere? Uh, and then she asked, she said to write down the thoughts or beliefs that come up surrounding that tension. Yeah. And then presumably that it's presumably it's a negative association. And she said, you need to invalidate that belief. That's so powerful. Like, because, um, I think so often we're looking for other people to invalidate beliefs. Like we're like, you know, seeking out, um, you know, compliments or like affirmations or like, you know, oh, this happened. And you, you're like almost sometimes like one, maybe this is just me. Maybe I'm just like talking about myself, but like, you know, you're kind of worried about something and you're kind of seeking for someone to invalidate what you're worried about for you. But oftentimes they just validate it, which is like never a good thing. And I love this because she's asking you to invalidate the negative belief that you have around the thing that you want. 
Yeah. And I think let's, let's actually get an example in here. So, so you were talking about, you know, someone who's an accountant who wants to, you know, whatever, what did you say? Become a Pilates instructor? No, I said she wants to, uh, to lead a retreat. Lead a retreat. Right. So no, uh, I, know, I know everyone listening to this doesn't want to be a Pilates instructor. I'm, okay. not, I'm not trying to convert them. It just was pulling the example from before. So lead a retreat. Love it. So, you know, do I believe I can have this? Um, I know, uh, years back when we were, you know, brainstorming, the idea of leading retreat seemed like ridiculously far-fetched. And to like have somebody, you know, to, to, to ask someone to pay us thousands of dollars to join us on a trip somewhere was like, it just felt outrageous. Right. And when you, when I thought about it, then I remember thinking like, we're not famous. How are we ever going to ask people for that kind of a thing, you know, and does my body tense up anywhere? Yeah. It kind of tense up in my, in like my gut and my heart a little bit. Right. You know, and like my, and like kind of around my eyes, like where my, where my, my mind is. And the, and what are those thoughts or beliefs that just came up? I just said them, we're not famous, you know? And so, so like, how are we going to be able to ask people to pay us, you know, and, and if write those down, right. And then invalidate those beliefs. Do you actually have to be famous? To lead no. people on a retreat? No. no. Who told me that? Where did that story come from? I don't know. That's such a weird thing to say. It's just this weird, like, preconception that I pulled out of nowhere, you know, and then asking people to pay us, you know, has been, uh, it, it started off being this weird thing where it was like, you know, like, okay, you're gonna have to pay us like, like $1,500, Right. And, and the reality is like, we were barely making the retreat happen by asking for only $1,500, let alone turning it into something that was paying us as well. Right. And, and I think that, that, that one took a little longer for me because what I realized was that people weren't there counting the $1,500 pennies of it. Um, and being like, you only gave me fourteen ninety seven worth of value. No, the value for them was exponentially more than $1,500. They were like, this was a life-altering, mind-blowing experience. I can't wait to go home and tell all my friends and family, you know, and th then all of a sudden I was like, wow, I am, I've, I'm going about this all the wrong way. I'm like stuck on this money situation, right? So again, invalidating that, that's people aren't in it for the $1,500. They're in it to experience this retreat, this life uh, changing experience, this event. Yeah. And uh, so, so if you're an accountant wanting to lead a retreat, it's, you know, it's, you got to just think about like, you got to picture yourself on the retreat with the people and you're, it's the last day and you're hugging them and you're doing these things and, and you just have to like, I bet only good stuff is going to come up. And then if anything negative comes up, that's what you have to go in and validate because yeah, that is a story that's like playing on your head, Yeah, you know? And, um, just so you know, people came on our retreat. They are no longer $1,500. We can't wait to start them back up again. It's true. They are going to be, be it retreats for sure. And they are going to have so much epic stuff, but I really love this. I think this is something people can do like daily. Like if you like come up with an idea, yeah. you're like, oh, I want to do this. Okay. Do you believe you can have this? Yeah. Where's your body tensing up? Write down the thoughts and beliefs that came up and then invalidate the negative ones. Boom. Yeah. Like that's so, what a great little skill set to have in your back pocket. I mean, that that, that is like very tangible 
Like you can do that action item. So I, I thought that was amazing and I'm really uh, happy that she shared that, that, uh, those tips with us. Yeah. I, um, I really love this. I loved her interview. Thanks for doing this with me, babe. Um, all right, everyone. I'm Lessa Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful to have you here. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Are you going to do these questions? You if should. You, if you do, here, well, you're going to. Just I'm just I'm already putting that out there for you. <laughs> so you're going to screenshot this uh, episode. You are going to write down what your takeaways are. You're going to tag Be a Pod, tag Katie Miller Kerner, and uh, make sure your friends hear about it because that is how we help more people be it till you see it. And so until next time, you need to be it till you see it. Bye. That's all I got for this episode of the be it till you see it podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Tell You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time.